Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Kang's Cast Podcast. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Kang's Cast. Like on Facebook and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Welcome to Kang's Cast with D Fresh, Eric, and Ryan. This is your weekly Sacramento Kings podcast for Kings fans, by Kings fans. As always, this episode is brought to you by the boys over there at Ziggy's Smoke Shop. You can follow Ziggy's Smoke Shop on Instagram at Ziggy's Smoke Shop 209 with the locations in Stockton and Tracy. We're coming off last week's episode, the Who the Fuck is Kings Cast episode, uh, where we had a lot of fun and had some time talking about who we are. Um, it was uh, just a good time for us to really explain what we do here on Kings Cast for the new listeners. We came into last week's episode with four consecutive months of record downloads. So uh, the podcast is growing. We're getting a lot of uh, traction out there. Really appreciate everybody listening. But I'm going to check in on the guys and see how we're doing this weekend. What is good? Well, it was a long work week. Um, next weekend, I'm really looking forward to the holiday, 4th of July, we're going up to Pinecrest, going to be a good time. Um, it's supposed to be about 135 today outside, so um, I'm trying to, you know, I, I don't want, I, I love doing the podcast, but I'm trying to get it, you know, get us going so uh, I don't freaking bake outside while I'm doing my lawns, because you guys know it's Saturday, I got to go pick some squash off my garden, I got to go trim the bushes in the front, clean out the garage a little bit, you know, do all the uh, grown-up dad things in, here in, in the court, so... Uh, that's my plans for the day. Maybe I'll hop in the pool at the in-laws house later on, go for a little backstroke. You never know. Doug, how you doing? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know, I, 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 I've been okay this week, busy, a lot of schoolwork, like I touched on this last week, but you know, now I think about it, Ryan, I would love to see like a tutorial or a, a Ryan one oh one of someone following you, like doing your lawn work, picking your squash, you know, working around the house, I think that'd be something that would be funny to watch. I would love to watch you do that. <laughs> well, wait probably like two months for that because I had another sprinkler break. And, you know, because I work so much during the week, the lawn took a little hit this week, you know. So coming about two months, everything will be ready to go. We'll be nice and green. The grass will be edged. I'm actually pouring cement around my lawn to make a little mow strip coming here pretty soon. So um, maybe once I get everything done and it's all taken care of, we can have a nice barbecue at the house. I'll show you guys how to properly take care of your gardens. Um, it'll be a good time. Yeah, I would say that um, we need to get Ryan a pair of Air Monarchs for sure. Unless you're already rocking them. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a shoe guy. Do you do you have Air well, Monarchs in the closet? All right, all right, Eric. That's one thing that I do take very serious. I, all right, so a lot of people, you know, I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast, but I am a huge uh, sneakerhead. Um, so, Eric, just for you to bring out the Air Monarchs is kind of disrespectful to my shoe game over here behind me. Um, I know people can't see because we're not on a live feed with video, but um, I got a couple, couple pairs of Nikes, couple 73 pairs of Nikes sitting behind me right now. Um, 
Monarchs are not one of them, Eric. So please don't bring that up. I'm I'm gonna be the swag dad. All right, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the dad that's rolling out here with Air Max two seventies. Um, I just ordered some uh, Air Jordan ones off of StockX. Uh, you know, I got a couple Jordan Elevens behind me. So you know, don't just don't throw the disrespect out there. You're you're more of a I know you're more of a Nike Cortez guy yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> I, I never, um, I've never owned a pair of Nike Cortezes. I was on Nike's been having a lot of sales. So I went on Nike this last week. I've been looking for a nice, fresh pair of all whites. I've been trying to find a good ones. I don't want the Air Force One lows because no, I feel like everybody's be, got those. And I got, we'll be, hold on, I got the all white blazers is what I picked up. All white blazer lows. And that was that was gonna be my solid my solid uh, summer yeah. go to. But the um, the Air Monarchs though, dude, best believe I'm gonna pick myself up an Air Monarch uh, pair of shoes uh, when my kids are, are, are around. And uh, best believe I'm gonna get some jean shorts in a freaking uh, fanny pack, and I'm just gonna throw <laughs> shit in there. I'm the type of guy. Here's the thing: is I'm the type of guy that like I definitely like to adapt to what I'm doing, and I like to embrace the whole look, the accessories. You know, I got into cycling this summer best believe i got the tight shorts um you know i got all the insulated water bottles all the gear you know i just look the part uh, when i go golfing you know i like to do that so i'm definitely embracing the air monarchs lifestyle i mean why not right just be that guy barbecues looking clean grass is looking green you know what i mean <laughs> well you know if you want an all pair of white shoes uh, my favorite shoe in the world actually is uh, air max ones so I actually have a pair of the Air Max ones, all whites behind me right now. It's my favorite pair of shoe. I probably wear them the most. Highly recommend those. And they're probably, I think they're only like $110. So Doug, are you much of the sneaker guy? Well, you know, I, Doug I take good care of mine. I'm not, I'm not about quality. I'm whatever, but I take good care of mine. But I did want to say that I, I know back when we were in school, I used to wear Air Force ones, the all whites, and I, I kept them in really good shape and clean. And then I noticed this year, because I work at a high school, a lot of them are starting to make a comeback. And so these kids would be like, hey, you like my new kicks? I'm like, dude, I was wearing those fucking 15 years ago, okay? So don't come to me like they're something new. I don't want to hear about it. They made a song about it. Tell them. Yeah. the oh, Air Nelly and the Air Force One? The Air Force, uh, the Air Force Ones that they got, they're the 2007 edition. So like that's like the big thing that's coming back. You go, you go on the Nike app and they're Air Max there are their Air Force One 2007. So um, I actually was never really much of an Air Force fan. When I was a kid, I had real skinny legs. And, you know, the Air Force Ones are a little little bulkier. So they look like cinder blocks on my feet. So um, I did not have those. I was actually a kid who wore uh, Tracy McGrady shoes. I actually had some Adidas. Me and Eric <laughs> wore lots of Fila because our aunt used to work for there and uh, steal us the shoes. Mm -hmm. So we had Grant Hill shoes, Jerry Stackhouse shoes. Um so yeah, you know, when you got those skinny legs, you really have to adapt to your shoe game. Air Force Ones were way too heavy, bro. I couldn't be out in recess where I can run around Air Force Ones. I would have came in last place all the time. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I, go ahead, Doug. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying I was always a Nike guy. I had a couple pairs of Jordans, but like the third one I would wear, you guys remember K Swiss? I used to have some K Swiss back then. Oh, yeah. Everyone K Swiss were hot. Hot in the two thousands for sure. Everyone was having them. Hey, hey, Doug, tell us about your uh your very famous dadas that you wore during the Acorn League basketball league back in the day. 
Hey, that's a great topic since it is Kings related. So I back we we uh, the four of us, including our friend Robbie, who's been on a couple of times. We used to play for our mascot was the Hornets back in junior high, and so we we're black and black and yellow. And so Robbie had them too. I forgot what colors his his were the all black dadas, right? Those yeah, were the, he had the ones with the spinners. Yes, and in case you don't know, those were the Chris Weber shoes way back when, 15, 16 years ago. And I had the white and gold Dadas. And if you don't know what they look like, look them up. Google the Dadas. Um, they were pretty sweet. They're very uncomfortable to play in. They were very um, stiff. How can I say this without getting read? They were stiff. Yes, they were very stiff. Um, and you had to clean them after every game because someone else's, sh- you know, would scuff up against them. You're like, oh shit my fucking shoe and someone's you know getting a breakaway layup on the other side and you're more worried about your kicks but um yeah thanks for bringing that up because those were some badass looking shoes to look at but maybe not to wear for an actual basketball game yeah i just remember rob i just remember rob spinners all the time dude i remember thinking those were so cool when i was a little kid they're fucking ugly that that escalate dot partnership doesn't say 2000 i don't know what it is boys Uh, (laughs) i was looking at a you know one of those things that you scroll through this week it's like uh you know and those nostalgia things from when you're a kid it's like in a, they list all these different items that you'd recognize it and they had the one on there too because that same era was you know the hyphy movement everything was that time and remember when people used to put the uh they used to get their gum wrappers and put them on their teeth and act like they were the grill you know and you want to see my what my grill yeah so i the funny thing about that is i never once could participate in that because your boy had fucking cavities when he was a kid and i had fillings <laughs> and those things would shock the shit out of my teeth so i looked at it and i'm like being like damn you know i never i never could get get with the hyphy movement with the rest of my people so you know i just had to give them the give them what i could without the teeth but um <laughs> i wanted to as we're moving on dude i wanted to to share with you guys probably one of the funniest fucking things that happened to me this week i'm gonna try to be pc with it the best i can i'm not the best at it but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go with it this way and i i haven't even told the guys so we'll see that instant reaction so um was working yesterday and i had to go do a meeting with my staff they're down um we're, we're, we're near the park, and uh, so I go over to some benches to meet with a couple of them. And as I'm walking over there, there's a notorious transient that is uh, – they, they basically just do drugs and uh, you know flop around the park in that area, which is pretty standard for public parks these days. Um, th- you know They're there all the time, but uh, <laughs> this transient in particular happens to be a transgender 6'3", 225-pound black dude – she i call her she respect right more like 250 but i know exactly what you're talking about yep oh my god i mean i don't know the name don't know nothing but i'm talking about like 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 potential linebacker former all league okay so i'm gonna say former all league huge uh looking like you know looking like patrick willis out there looking like p wilson the prime you know trying to get that trying to blow up that stretch run so anyway i'm walking over there and i hear this really girly voice come come my way and he says hey what's up boy and i'm like oh, sh- oh shit not, not my time i don't need this right now <laughs> right so you know i'm gonna say this your boy must have been looking real good yesterday it is friday skies out thighs out short sh- short shorts nice and tight you know i was coming off that fresh gym up, um you know just just really just squat, you know i'm trying to get back to squatting 315 again so you know i'm feeling thick feeling good so i'm it's no surprise but um yeah it's like hey boy what's up and i'm like oh, i'm ignoring this one okay i go sit down starts to walk over to me hey 
and he sticks sticks uh we'll say her right to be polite sticks her chest out now granny like there's no implants there it's a man chest but it's it's mm-hmm. acting like it's a girl chest right and it's in my face and and she's like mm, hey what's up and I, i'm like dude my staff's walking over they're like 20 years old i'm like nah she's like oh why are you mad come here i'm like hey get the fuck away from me like stop bothering me go 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 and she's just skidded off like okay Da-da-da. and it was probably you know i went back and I came back home and I said, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm looking good today. It was probably the most flattering <laughs> thing. I haven't had someone hit on me in, in a while like that, that obvious. So, you know, I'm feeling fr- I'm feeling good going to the weekend, guys. I just want to tell you that. Oh, God. So it doesn't, doesn't matter if the person who hits on you probably has a forearm hanging between their legs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes you just need that compliment, boys. Hey. <laughs> between the legs hey i see that dude walking around all the time man and it's hella funny because it he's always wearing like a little like crop top the black crop top like little little shirt and those freaking black sweats or whatever dude yeah and you could just tell like hair's all crazy as shit and you're just like bro i saw fucking patrick willis from a half a mile away bro you ain't fooling nobody yeah yeah, nah, it was it was like like really you think I'm gonna bite on that thing? So anyway, speaking of the gym though, uh, you know, I'm gonna move off that one, but I did make my first appearance to the gym. Gym's open this week. And have you guys been to the gym yet, Ryan? You've been to is your uh, gym opened up? Oh, the gym doesn't close here in Escalon City of Champions, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I go to the gym, dude. So I'm thinking this is gonna be crazy, right? You gotta wear a mask. We're gonna take a temperature. I walk in and I'm like, okay, this looks legit. And I had to make a reservation to come lift here. Um, I get in past like the the first entry point where they check you in, they take your temperature, and then I go into the gym. Bro, ain't nothing changed. They got the same hand sanitizers in the same spots. Nobody's wiping shit down. You still got the sweaty dudes in there that ain't wiping their equipment down. And uh, it's just another thing why COVID ain't real, you know. Uh, but oh, I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up because you know I don't Enjoy know. Enjoy it while it's still open, dude. Yeah, it'll be closed soon. Trust me. You think so? We'll see. But, and if we all wear masks, I was on Amazon looking for masks. My wife's like, "You got to wear a mask when you go to the store." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, I'll do my part, right?" And so I was on Amazon, um, and I'm trying to look for some freaky deaky masks, guys. I uh, I went and f- trying to look for that Hannibal Lecter mask. So it's a basically a mask. <laughs> I found one. I'm about to buy it. And it's just the you know the Hannibal Lecter one that he wears in the movie, right? I'm about to pick those up. But. Hey, do they have a Bane uh, Batman one? Like, Dude, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they do. Honestly, that one. yeah, that one. What else? I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of things out there you can get. People are are making. We should have done some Kings Cast ones. Let people know. Make some money off of it. Put that yeah, on your Eric, mouth. Eric, we're not <laughs> in here for the profit, Eric. We do this for fun. Don't you remember our talk that we had last <laughs> oh, week? Okay. I'm, Don't, I'm just you're already you're me. already going against everything King's cast stands for. Hey, Eric's over here wearing, by the way, the 2018-19 baby blue Sacktown number six jersey shirt. You know, that number six retired number that uh Fresh probably gave to him to rock today for some Bro, marketing. I- Hey, I'm I am I'm a sixth man, dude. My jersey's retired. <laughs> my jersey's retired in the arena, bro. Best believe I'm wearing my six man jersey in pride. Well, I, when I when I won that uh you know that NBC uh Kings Authentic Fan of the Year um a couple years ago, which you know I got to go down there kick it with kick it with Coes and them. You know, had a little nice little fan experience, but uh, they gave me a, a nice swag pack, so I got like all the promotional items just chilling in my closet. So every once in a while, you know, throwing that Kings sixth man and and rocket. 
Um, so, hey, let's get into the episode because we actually have a, a pretty loaded episode. Um, there's finally some stuff happening and moving along with actual basketball. We'll give our little bit of take on it. Hey, if you're looking for us to explain how all the tiebreakers and shit work, not don't, go find somebody else. That's not. We'll we'll do it a little bit because I know Doug got some stuff from like James Ham. Hit him up last night. Maybe he can answer anything that me and Ryan understand. But we're not going to break down the schedule, give our winner losses, but we are going to talk a little bit about it and just give our takes. But uh, you know, we can't get going until we talk about that trash take of the week and give it to him. Um, you know, th- this week, you know, we were looking out there and we want to be fair. We're not going to come on here and just call people trash that aren't trash. So, you know, shout out to all you Kings media people. Uh, you dodged the bullet this week because Draymond Green, his big boy mouth just slipped up and said some dumbass shit again. And Draymond Green is our trash take of the week. Doug, you want to take it away and let the people know what Draymond Green said? Actually, I think you have that up in front of you, and I do not. So please do that. I put that in the notes for you. Yeah, we, yeah, we that's need the exact cool. quote. We need the exact quote because – all right, this, this is I our thing. I can happily do that. Well, Eric, while you're looking at – Let me read up. the quote. Let okay. me read the quote, and then I'll okay. let you just go in because I really want you, – Ryan, you're going to be our resident – you're kind of our resident Draymond Green statistician guy, and I'm going to let you go in on this one. So so Trash Take <laughs> the Week goes to uh, Draymond Green, um, and he says, <clears throat> I'm – Going to go back to being that guy since they all seem to have forgotten. And this is what uh, Draymond Green on what to expect from him from next season. So Draymond, trash take of the week. Ryan, mm. take it away. He's going to go back to being that guy, uh, kicking guys in the nuts because he hasn't done it all year. You know, this is this is my problem with Draymond Green. Okay, when before the season started, you know, la- last summer, uh, you know, after the KD stuff happened, all that. Uh, I was taking a class and my teacher was, uh, Marcus Thompson from the athletic. Okay. And, you know, me and him were cool the whole semester. We would talk basketball, you know, he was telling me some, you know, giving me some good insight and all this stuff. And we had a very deep discussion about the Warriors and how I told him, um, you know, I, I said, you know, I, I really think that Draymond Green is going to get exposed this year. He's really overrated and this guy, okay. Marcus Thompson's legit. He he raved about how good Draymond. Oh, I sit courtside to the games. I'm at practice. I see how Draymond plays. He's the he is the real deal. Blah blah blah. Okay, Draymond got fucking exposed this year. This is what happens when you're not playing with Steph Curry next to you, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant. Okay, when you actually have to play basketball. All right, and you actually have to go out there and make something happen. You can't just freaking get. All right, he averaged like seven assists last year. It was like 11 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds, okay? You got seven assists. I could get seven assists on the Warriors team last year, okay? All you got to freaking do is pass it to Steph Curry when he passes the court, and he's going to pull it up, all right? Every once in a while, you make a nice little lob to KD on the fast break, all right? It's not that freaking hard. It's not like you're a double-digit rebound guy. And your double-digit points that come by half the time that you get, it's not hard. Nobody's guarding you. All you got to do is make an easy layup, bro. I can do that. I played, I played, you know, we, we played junior high basketball. It's not that hard, man. All right. Draymond Green is six foot six, maybe. Okay. He does not rebound well. He does not score well. He does not dribble well. Everyone's talking about how the offense just runs through him. Bullshit. No, it doesn't. The offense runs through Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. Okay. So Draymond Green, I hope, I hope you hear this. Okay. I hope this goes viral because when, when you get back to being yourself next season with your 10 points and six rebounds, okay, I, I'm going to sit here and, and, and I'm going to laugh, dude, because the guy has done nothing in the NBA besides ride the coattails of Hall of Famers. 
Damn, Ryan. Thank you for coming in today. I'm and letting people know why it's trash. Again, I'm not going to even go in on that. I'm not going to touch that because Ryan said it all. But I, it, the only thing I, why I wanted to nominate it was Trash Take of the Week was because it is, you know, man, you had those stats when the guys were there. But when you ain't got your boys to back you up, you know, you went flat. And, of course, now you're, you're going to say, I'll be back next year when they're back. So <clears throat> Trash Take, Draymond, good stuff, Ryan. Way to bring it in. Bring the heat. So, uh, getting in, get into our next one. Um, I think we're all happy about this one. This and any Kings fan is definitely going to be uh, uh, happy with this decision because you know who doesn't love the G Man? Every Kings fan loves the G Man. You know, there's a lot of division in Kings land, but there ain't no division when it comes to Gary Gerald and Sacramento Kings. Uh, are going to have Gary Gerald go ahead and call the TV side for the remaining games. So I, I did want to put that up. We got the opportunity to take that picture it was me uh, us us three and then our boy rob who of course has been on the pod we took a picture with gary gerald last year and that was probably i don't know you know we've had moments where we meet people and that was just kind of a cool moment because gary gary gerald's kind of been a staple of king's media for our our king's lifetime fanhood so um i don't know is there any takes on there do you is it just kind of something cool to recognize guys uh, I think it's cool. Doug, I don't know if it's possible. We should post that picture of Gary Gerald on uh, on that, Kingscast yeah. on, on yeah. the social media because that was hella cool. Remember, we were all just walking with beers, walking our seats, dude. Like, hey, what's up, G-Man, blah, blah, blah. And he was super cool about it. Got in the little selfie. Uh, good memories, man. Yeah, uh, G-Man, nice guy, great dude. That was, that was cool because we were. We were just walking through the concourse and just saw him and – Said, hey, man, can you take a picture of this? You know, no hesitation. He did happily. But, you know, basketball-wise, like Eric said, he's a staple in, you know, the Sacramento Kings history. Like, he's, you know, you think of uh, calls regarding, you know, iconic Western Conference final moments, <laughs> you know. But, but, <laughs> you think of, but you think of Gary Gerald. He's got some great calls through the years. Nice guy. You know, he's just really damn good at his job. I'm curious how he's going to sound on television, but. You know, I'm sure he'll be just fine. Um, so I, I think it's great for him to get the opportunity to do this, and I'm excited for him, just like you guys are. Yeah, um, and, and and it's it, I think for like Ryan and I, you know, we when we were younger, growing up, we didn't have cable television for a good part of our childhood, and so we didn't really watch all of the games like that unless they happen to be on the local channel or if we happen to be somewhere, you know. And so we really, I mean, it was night in, night out, listening to the G-Man on the radio while we're playing NBA Live, you know, 02, 03, you know, doing things like that. So, so yeah, exciting, cool uh, that we get this little bit of taste, you know, something that came of it from Grant being gone. Who knows what they're going to do moving forward, but I'm glad they didn't insert Jason Ross. Jason Ross, cool guy, but, dude, you're a hell of vanilla, and I'm glad they just didn't thrust someone in there, um, you know, who who – just to give him a you know opportunity that maybe wasn't as qualified. So uh, that's our take on that. Um, we definitely want to talk about the Kings acquisition. We tried to make our predictions um, on the last episode. You know, we, I think what we did say we we made our predictions of who we thought that the Kings would sign. Um, but we did say at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You're signing literally like the end man on the bench. Um, you know, and then also it's like. How attractive were the Kings going to be being literally like one of the lowest seeded teams to even still com you know, continue playing? So, you know, there there wasn't it's like they were in a power position to grab someone super effective, but they went out and they got Corey Brewer. Um, I guess you understand why they did it. I'm not upset by it. Um, Corey Brewer played for the Kings last season. They brought him in and he, he played minutes basically can play the the four position, which the Kings do need some depth at the small four position, right? Um, and he could probably, I mean, you guys think he'd play four? 
Is that what you're uh, saying? No, you said four. I'm saying the three. I, I think I think you no, missed no, I said forward. I said forward. Forward small position. Small, small yeah. forward. Yes. And, and then, yeah, and he can play small forward is what I said. Yeah, no, I know that. And, um, you know, how effective it's going to be, I don't know. I'll let you guys go in on it. But uh, <laughs> funny thing I thought of when the signing happened, I was going to bring up is if you guys remember way, way back early Kings cast of this season, when we were talking about Trevor Ariza, and how they brought him in for the amount of money. I remember Ryan said, dude, if they were going to bring in like Ariza and these guys and just end up trading him, I don't know why they just didn't bring in Corey Brewer way back at the beginning of the season. You know, uh, Ryan did say that. So uh, I think we all wanted Shumpert. We didn't get him anything on Corey Brewer. Doug, you want to drop his stats real quick? What was his stats last time he played with the Kings? Yeah, last year uh, he played 24 games, four point, or I'm sorry, yeah, 24 points a game, 14.7 minutes, uh, 4.1 points a game. That's about it. He didn't offer much. I'm, I'm guessing he's just going to be that that quote unquote spark guys. He's going to be a spark <laughs> locker room guy, man. <laughs> I, I think I think a lot of why they brought him in was because the the season's been put on hold for so long. Um, like Corey Corey Brewer's been in the league for a long time. Like he came in the same like oh seven oh eight with like Joe Kim Noah. Like he was on that Florida team and stuff. Uh, I, I, he's like 35, 36. They brought him in because he is a pro. I know we hate saying that kind of stuff. He's only 32 still. He's only, he's only 32. 34, yeah, he, 34. He's 34, dude. I, yeah, he's got to be older than that, dude. He, he even if he did oh, come I, in when I, he was 20. That. Yeah, he, he's older. Okay. So I, I know we hate saying, oh, he's a pro, you know, but, but the guy is, he, he's going to be able to come in after this long break. All right, of not playing basketball or doing, he's going to come in and he will be, um, you know, consistently uh, um, there and and being a professional. I, I get it. Um, it. It's an okay move, whatever. I guess he's going to be able to play three, he'll be able to be able to play the two. But man, I I like Shump, dude. I, I also like Gerald Green. I was saying it last week. I think the athleticism and just the the if they would have brought in Gerald Green, his potential, you know, to hit. He's just so streaky, dude. He's got that J.R. Smith factor. Um, but I, I can definitely see why they brought Corey Brewer in. I'm, I'm not upset at it at all. Yep. So, Corey Brewer, I don't know. I mean, honestly, guys, it's not we need to go all in on Corey Brewer because it's like no. four points. What do you expect from him? He's 6'9". He's 6'9". He's an athletic you know, guy who can play a couple of different positions. He's not going to fuck things up. He's not going to try to do too much. Um, you know, that's that's pretty much all we need to say about him. Um, a, um, hopefully, I mean, he's six, nine and very skinny. Hopefully, uh, that all the games are indoors because that man will get blown away with the wind. Just had to throw that in there. Damn. He is very skinny. Have you guys oh. ever seen him in real life? He's like ridiculously skinny, dude. It's crazy. That happens when you don't eat, man. You get skinny. Um, schedule release. Well, let's talk about the schedule release guys. Guys, let's talk about the schedule release because the schedule just came out and, uh, you know, King's Twitter blew up yesterday. There's a, there's a couple of different things on there. Um, first, let's talk about this the schedule release itself. Uh, Doug, we go. You can go through and, and highlight anything that you notice. Maybe their last. I think I heard their last games against the Lakers. Um, yes. The first thing I looked at is like, dude, like most of these games are uh they're day games like uh, they're all like midday and i'm like how the f i guess i don't know how i'm gonna watch all these you know i guess the nba has to fit in a bunch of different games but it kind of sucks the kings are just playing at like i don't know what, what you can tell me doug 11 a.m 1 p.m you know stuff like that right 
Well, they're saving all, you know, the prime time guys for later in the day. But yeah, I mean, the, the first game's at 5, then at 3, then at 11.30 our time, 10.30 a.m. So yeah, there's some definitely early games. It's kind of odd, but you know, nobody wants to watch the fucking Kings outside the Sacramento area. <laughs> Sucks for us. You know, I get why the NBA did it. Um, uh, I do think that they have, um, you know, I don't know if we wanted to go into predictions or anything like that. Um, maybe just yet. Maybe we can talk about all that stuff. Um, but I, I, I did see something and it was uh, the ringer. So the big thing on Kingsland Twitter last night was the ringer poll. Because the Ringer went and put a poll on about who's going to take the final spot in the Western Conference, um, the Western Conference playoffs, and you know you can do a four-team poll on Twitter, and they did intentionally <laughs> did a three-team poll, which was hilarious, and they didn't include the Kings as a as a, an option to select, and I, good for Kings Kingsland Twitter, you know they 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 went all in on the Ringer, um, and then. You know, I don't think I have it in front of me. I don't know if you do, Doug. The the teams that they had, and I think it was like the the Grizzlies, like the the uh, Blazers, and maybe the uh, Pelicans, Pelicans. I think were the three teams they selected. Yeah, I think yeah. those are the teams they selected. Right. And um, I saw like you know even the even the Kings players were on there. Like Darren Fox, he said, "I see two teams we're tied with, and another we were three and one against." But whatever. <laughs> and it's just the level of disrespect, you know. I mean, I, it's not a. It's I've heard something like the Kings need to go like six and two or seven and one. I don't know. You know, I, is it likely? Who knows? Um, but are the Kings getting disrespected? You guys think? I mean, you could definitely throw them in there. For, like, you, they definitely should have just been thrown in there for sure. Um, do I think? I honestly don't think that they're going to make it. But I mean, you can't even put them as an option. That's a little disrespect, dude. Like, come on. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, really? Like, you purposely went out of your way to I, make it a three-team vote. <laughs> I don't. You know, for me personally, it was just like. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. I think I, and if I'm wrong on this, whatever, but I'm trying to look at it because I know it was there, but oh, I even posted it. I retweeted it and put like LOL. I think it was our guy, Matt George. He put something like, oh, well, this is going to be used as uh, motivation. Like these are fucking professional players, Matt George. They're not high schoolers. Like God. they don't need bolts and board material. Like who cares? Like just fucking go play. You're probably not going to get in anyways. And I just, my one thing I want to say in this whole episode was it's going to be four and a half months since any of these, these dudes have played in an NBA game. Who knows? Who knows? Like, predictions are kind of dumb to me right now regarding all this. So that's how I, I feel about it. And I think predictions, too, are stupid because, um, like you said, who knows the uncertainty of it? Um, it's a weird situation. And everybody always likes to predict with their optimism or pessimism on their uh, what do you you know what do you call them their biases and so mm -hmm. um, you know I think deep down we'd love to see the Kings make it I I mean if yeah I think they're going to be competitive I will say I think they're going to be competitive in this but because the Kings are a really young team who like you're okay Darren Fox you're telling me Darren Fox is going to be out of shape that's not happening right you're going to tell me like Buddy Hield's going to be out of shape not I mean some they're not going to be out of shape they're going to be a team that was already playing really fast and and they were athletic at some positions not all positions but some um and and so you know they'll go out there and play and, and they are right they did fare well against against the you know I when you put them against like the Pelicans that those tier teams um, the only th if you want to talk about who's better, it's splitting hairs between all of them. 
The only thing that, um, you know, that that is. Okay, so what do you know? Got a little bit of an audio issue again this week, but I think where I was leaving off uh, before that weird transition we just dealt with, uh, I was talking about the Kings, and, and, and the only thing that I think the Kings have um, you know, going against them is that they're behind in the schedule. But when you put them up against teams like the Blazers and the Pelicans and some of those teams, I mean, I think that they'll, of course, I think they can compete with those types of teams um, on a talent level and, and outperform them, but it's just they're behind in the schedule, and that's kind of the setback, right? I 100% agree with that. Um, you know, like Doug was talking about it, or, you know, you guys, you guys both actually have touched on it. Sacramento is going to show up in shape. You know, they are young. I, I predict that they're, I, and I know we talked about this couple, couple uh, podcasts ago. It's, it's either going to go really well. It's going to go really bad. All right. The youth, the youthful legs and the layoff is going to show and they're going to make some growth and they're, and they're going to play good basketball or, the youth is going to show off and they're going to come out sloppy and um, you know, the lack of veteran presence around there could take its toll. So it, it's interesting. I, I'm not making any predictions because I just don't know, but I do think that the Kings are a little bit behind um, just because of, you know, obviously the standings. Uh, Doug, why don't you go ahead and take us through a little bit about like who some, who they're playing, some stuff like that. So they first play the Spurs, and then uh, they're playing the Magic, then the Mavericks, then the Pelicans, then the Nets, then Houston, then New Orleans again, and then they finish on August 13th with the Los Angeles Lakers. And remember, they only got to finish within four games of that eight seed to get into that play-in thing. So. Okay, so that's how it breaks down. Um I think, I think, dude, honestly, I think we've ran through everything else. Uh, anything else you guys feel we need to go through and talk about here? Anything outstanding you think from this playoff? Or we're we just looking forward to seeing it happen? Real quick, I want to make a point out off the schedule. Um, you know, they got the Lakers last. That could be huge, man. You never know. What if, what if the Lakers, you know, what if the Lakers rest LeBron? What if they rest AD, which is that can 100% happen, you know? So, like Doug's saying, if you got to yeah. get within four games, that you know, maybe you only got to get within three. You technically, you know what I mean. Like that can that can one hundred percent happen. And you know, maybe someone will show up and lose all their games. But um, I actually, you know what? I did skip ahead. I, I was trying to close you guys out, and I, I had this one question just to finalize it. Okay, if they do get in to the playoffs, does it still count to you guys? Does it still mean the same thing? Uh, I think it does just because of the amount of games that they're going to have to make up late. They're they're set back right now. They're already they're behind, and if they can make a, a push and a, and a surge and, and get into the playoffs, it it will mean a little something for me. Um, I don't think it'll be a a hundred percent the same as if they made the playoffs normally, but I'll take seventy five percent. Man, we're Sacramento Kings fans, dude. Like I'll take what I can get, man. I ain't complaining. Um, I'll say that they, uh, <laughs> hey, we're we're in a drought, and when you're thirsty, you'll take whatever drink of water they give to you, man. And if they get, if this is it, then I'm, I'm gonna count it, right? If they get it, they get it. I'm gonna count it. You know, Doug, do you? How do you feel about it? For me, I I kind of go there. It's like a temporary band aid on our uh, long lasting pain here. So I will take it for now. But like, if you were to ask me two or three years from now, I'd be like, eh, I don't count that. <laughs> Cool. Well, we got a lot going on coming up. Excited. You know, finally, guys, finally, 
we're here. We never, we weren't sure if we were going to see basketball again, but it sounds like it's coming and the Kings are going to be playing. So uh, thank you all for the support over the last couple of months. Like I said, just getting those downloads. Interact with us on our Twitter account. You can follow the main at KingsCast. Um, happy to reply on there. If you have any trash takes of the week, please tag us, nominate a trash take of the week, and we'll bring it on the podcast. Uh, again, don't forget to follow our sponsors over there at Ziggy's Smoke Shop. Um, give them some support. Give them a follow. Um, so with that, this is Eric for Doug and Ryan. Go Kangs. 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 Thanks for listening to the Kangs Cast Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and be notified for our next episode. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at KingsCast, like on Facebook, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.